it's this live right now. Um, trying to see. Okay, I think I think this is live now, guys. Like, um, how's everyone doing out there? <clears throat> this is Ray, the host of the Ray Infinity Show. This is uh, this is episode number forty-five. Forty-five episodes along. Well, I didn't know if I would get to this point because originally, when I very first started this, I thought this was just gonna be something fun, like um, just messing around and stuff like that. It actually would just be something cool to do. That's all I thought it was gonna be. But I didn't think I would get to episode um, I'm, I'm, I'm 45 or anywhere right here. One second. Please like. And so, so uh, yeah, as you guys know, we're, I'm not live on YouTube right now. I'm live, uh, I'm live on Rumble. So, yeah, I have to be right here for, till um, this Sunday, I, I believe, because that's when I'll be allowed to post again on YouTube. And like, and like, yeah, like, uh, I'm getting, I'm, yeah, like cancel culture has been coming for everyone, guys. Like I probably should have. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just disappointed in this, like as much as you guys are. But you got to deal with it. So, yeah, um, yeah. One second, right here, guys. I'm typing this right in right here. Okay. Uh, one second. Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, I'm typing this and I'm I'm just sending this out so everyone can like come come and watch too. That this is actually going to be some a pretty interesting thing right here. So yeah. Okay, guys. Like um, basically, like what I was wanted. The first thing that I wanted to talk about was like, I'm going to like tiptoe across the lines right here because it was like something that I talked about beforehand. It's um part of the reason why I have a strike right now, and basically what, what the reason I got a strike is because um YouTube said I spread spread misinformation about the 2020 election. When in that video, I never said the election results were different than what they actually were. Actually, what it said, I never want. I never said that, not even once. And but, but they gave me a strike for it, and I appealed it, and the appeal got thrown out as well. Which that made me just angry. Like you have no idea how angry that made me. And like, I just like I'm not in the. It, like my show, like it hasn't been in the best some um, situation at the moment. There's like some things are going on, and like I know my um my viewership hasn't been is is low because like on Rumble, while I like the platform because of the free speech, I don't get a whole lot of traffic here, and because on YouTube, even though I didn't get a whole lot of traffic, my viewership was starting to go up a lot more. Then all of a sudden, I got the strike, and for a video that was like a week or two old. And it wasn't this, and it was lot that episode was live. It wasn't shut down in the middle of the stream, or it wasn't taken down right after it got um I, I I ended the stream. It got taken down like um um like just like a couple days ago. Why? Because my viewership was starting to go up. I was starting to get more influence, get more people to listen, and they don't want anyone growing any further than they actually than to get up to like the people they can't ban. People like Joe Rogan or Tim Pool or Ben Shapiro or I don't know, like um, everyone else on the Daily Wire, like Candace Owens, they can't ban them because like they are too big. And if they actually got banned, there would be a huge outrage. Like it would be something almost along the lines of, of what Alex Jones was banned. Like it, it would be big. Like, Sorry about that. I'm just drinking right now. But yeah, they, 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 those guys can't get banned because they're too big. Now me... I can easily get banned because I'm a small channel. But the thing, 
but like um, you, it makes you it would make you wonder why they would go after someone with like 50 something subscribers they not, don't even have a hundred and they're going after me why they're going after me because they don't want like i said they don't want me getting any bit too big and like and if i got too big i would start getting more influence and start getting people to like um and get people to change their minds like thanks to like some of my buddies like um Adam and Osiris, who've been who have been guests on my show before, and that they have even talked, they've and they've shared their links, the links to my podcast sometimes, and I got more people to come and watch it, and like I think they see that, so that's why they're coming after me now too. It's like I'm like I I told Adam that it happened, and like he says, congratulations, you're on the radar now, so I am on the radar, and. And for all for all I know, they might just give me a strike just for even talking bad about them, even though I'm not on their on on posting this video to YouTube. Because like I said, I, once I'm done with because like once I'm allowed back on YouTube, the videos I do in between the time when I was not allowed to post, when I was not allowed to post these one these ones will not be going back up on will not be going on YouTube. It's, they just won't. I just can't risk in another strike. I also had and also like one of the first episodes I um, made, like the first nine. Which were just audio. I um, got taken down when I got a warning strike, and like, and I lost that appeal. I appealed that and got and I lost it. So then, like after I got this hard strike, um, I took the rest of those nine videos down because I just couldn't risk it because there could, for all I know, because I used to talk a lot, a lot, and I and I just couldn't take the risk, so I just had to take that down just along with it. So, yeah. But those episodes are are available. Those first nine episodes are available on Rumble and BitChute, and um, all the other podcast platforms for now. Now, like, not all the episodes will be up on BitChute because, like, I'm having some technical difficulties uploading all those episodes for whatever reason. I don't know why. But, but like the video ones, but all the video ones archives will be up on Rumble. All of them are, and. Rumble, I'm a big fan of Rumble. I'm going to use Rumble for profit. It's probably my favorite thing to use. And But, yeah, so this is just how it's going to be. And I am not. I don't like it too much like that, but I do like Rumble. So, yeah. And, but, I, for, like I said, from now on, I will be um, posting, like, my videos up on um, – on, I will be doing live streams on Rumble from now on, too. Like, whenever I'm – like, I'm still going to do my show live. And, like, um, I'm going to, like, um, do it live on YouTube and Rumble at the same time. So, yeah. And that's going to be a good, fun time. So, yeah. <clears throat> I'm just looking at – on one second. I'm just looking at this something Adam posted on Instagram. He said – because, like, I'm, I hope – because Adam, he's actually going through some t- tough medical times right now. Because he, like, week about a, almost a week ago, he was diagnosed with kidney failure. Like and he's not even four and he's not even forty yet, and he said he told he said like in a video one of his videos that um his kidneys are so bad that um his the doctors are amazed he can even walk because of how in bad shape they're in, and I feel bad for the guy like I'm praying for him I sent him prayers, and like, I hope everyone else will send him prayers too so yeah, but he says in this Instagram post um I'm not I'm not going to show this one but just in case, still though I'm gonna read it, he's. I think someone sent him this, but um, but some someone sent him this, and then he replied back to this. But he um in his private messages, it looks like but then he retweeted, but then he took a screenshot and tweeted it and posted. It. This person says, "I don't know you, but I feel like I do because I have watched every single one of your videos, and 
One second. One second. Oh, okay. This thing's messing up, right? And, and you inspire me every day. Stay strong, brother. And God is looking down. He is. They don't make guys like you anymore. You would fit in with the Italian guys in the Bronx in the 70s era. Probably Adam Wood. You're just a real dude with common sense. And thank you for everything you do for this great country. And puts the American flag. Yeah. Adam loved, hearted it. Loved it. And, and then he replied back, thank you, bro. Yeah. My family on my mom's side are mostly New York Italians. So <laughs> I'm, I'm praying for Adam. I, Adam, he's trying to keep in good spirit right now because like, he's in a tough shape right now. And he just needs to get better because like does not want anything getting worse for him. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like if you guys can go and if you guys check out his channel, make sure to go there and send prayers for him because like he needs it right now. So I, I hope he gets I hope he gets better and I want him to get better. So yeah. All right, let's move on to the, the topics today. First topic we got here today, we're gonna be talking about um like when I said the midterms this year, what's gonna be happening. And this is part of the reason that my video got taken down. Uh, because like even though I never said Trump won the election, I never did. They they said I did, but I never did. Because all I was doing was talking about the re Republican primary um, record turnouts. Literally, it was record breaking. And I, I and then all and and like um it showed that there was no voter suppression or anything like that. And this is actually something that comes from CNN. We're gonna take of all places, but even they call it the truth. Like um, and like I'm um, right here. Give me a second. Bright Breitbart. They um, they um, they they took CNN's um, um article and then they um showed it right here. Like um, in this in in this um article it says that um CNN N ten N ten whatever you want to call it polling shows GOP will take huge House majority best position in in over eighty years. Like um, the Republicans, like I said this year, like they're gonna have like a huge, huge um um victory this this um November. Like it's it's not even gonna be funny. It's not even gonna be close. Like the Democrats are gonna get demolished this year, like completely demolished. And right here in the in the article, it also says CNN senior data reporter Harry Enten said Monday the the lead that Republicans will win a massive majority in the U.S. House of Representatives in the November midterm election. Anchor Jake, Jake Tapper said, if you're a Republican running for re-election or trying to unseat a Democrat, things are looking good, are looking pretty good, right? And yes, it cl they clearly are. Then N10 then says, I would say they're looking very good from the historical context. Basically, I, I took the best Republican positions on the um, gener generic um, gen generic congressional ballot at this point in the midterm cycle since 1938. 1938, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, bless, excuse me. That generic ballot basically is, would you vote for the generic Republican or generic Democrat in your district? And guess what? Since 1938, the Republican two-point lead in the generic um, congressional ballot is the best position for Republicans at this point in any midterm cycle in over eight years. And yeah, that is shocking. Like I thought Republicans would get a super majority, but I didn't know it would be something like this though. You know, and like I was getting ready to say this, it beats 2010 when Republicans were up by a point. It beats 2014, 2002, 1998, where Democrats led by a point in all those four prior examples that make the list, list of the top five. 
Look at that. Who won a majority? It was the Republicans who won a majority. And yes, Republicans did win a majority each time he was there. This because this is actually going good for Republicans. Like, and like with and like with the like I forgot how many um it's like thirty something House Republicans I believe I could I mean Democrats my mistake thirty House Republicans I mean Democrats sorry thirty House Democrats okay. 30, 30 House Democrats, I believe it's something along those lines, maybe a little more. Say they are going to retire um, this year after the midterms because, like, and like, I think they see how bad it's going to be and they don't want to be a part of it. So they're trying to avoid this happening and because they don't want to get embarrassed themselves and just get unseated that way. So they're actually going to take it out like a champ and just retire so they don't don't have to deal with it. And like, that just tells you where this is going. Like, there's a reason why Let's Go Brandon is so popular right now. Like people are sick because not only because of the high gas prices, but the crisis at the border, the Russia-Ukraine war, uh, inflation. Like, um, like, like, um, um, like the inflation is the big part probably, and also like attacking the Second Amendment, immigration. Like, literally, like all these things are terrible things. Oh, and also with um this um Ministry of Truth thing, and yeah. Or vote, or like these voter bills that they're trying to, these voter takeover bills that they're trying to push, like, like, yeah, this is an, horrible right here. This is horrible, and people are just pissed. He added, "Now, of course, the election is not being held tomorrow, and we'll see. Sometimes history isn't always prologue. It's true, but most of the time it is. But my estimate for the twenty twenty three House makeup, if the election were held today, which again isn't." We still have five months. Five months from tomorrow would be Republicans 236 seats to 241 seats. Like anywhere from that range. Like that's a super huge range. Like, oh my God. Democrats 194 to 199 seats. Yeah. That's based off a formula of seat to seat race ratings from the Cook polit- pol- political report and inside elections. Like, when not like with the, all these Democrats that are retiring and like um there's so many young Republicans and conservatives coming forward, like like uh like um Marjorie Taylor Greene, even though she's not young, but she's an up and coming um um um, um con- congress congressman. And like yeah, and like she is super popular in her district. And and someone like Jim Jordan, even though he's been in office for a little bit, I'm still a big fan of him. And like he's one of my favorites. Like, like these, like people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and and um um jo- and like um and like Jim Jordan, they are all they are ultra magna. They are the future of um the of the Republican Party. Like they are what's anti-establishment. Magna is what is anti-establishment, not the not the what you think of anti-establishment is, but it's ma- but MAGA is. There's very little things, other thing. There's nothing really truly that is anti-establishment outside of MAGA. Now, there are some people who believe MAGA is controlled opposition by the elites, that Trump is controlled. I don't think Trump is controlled. Like I said, there was beforehand. There was a time where he was one of the elites, but I do not believe he's one of them anymore. It's like he's he's going against all their agenda and propaganda. So he's against them. I don't believe Trump is controlled. He's not controlled opposition like Elon Musk is not controlled opposition either. So, yeah. And also, I want to play this video, too, because like this is actually something pretty interesting. Topping our politics. Right, right here. Sorry about that, guys. Um, bring this up. Topping our politics lead a little more than. One second. I'm trying to get this audio, this video quality right here. Um, 
Okay. All right. This is better. Topping our politics lead a little more than five months remain before American voters head to the polls for the critical midterm elections. It is looking less and less likely that Democrats will be able to keep control of the House of Representatives, where Democrats currently only hold a 12-seat majority. CNN senior data reporter Harry Anson joins us live. Harry, if you're a Republican running for re-election or trying okay. to unseat a Democrat, things are looking pretty good, right? Yeah. I would say they're looking very good from a historical context. So basically, I took... And I can't believe even CNN is going with this. Like, they, they of, of all people, CNN is truly going with this. That is embarrassing. Truly, truly embarrassing. But I'm at least glad they're telling the truth right here. That's, um, that's actually a big step up for CNN. The best Republican positions on the generic congressional ballot at this point in midterm cycles since 1938, that generic ballot basically is... Uh, would you vote for the generic Republican or generic Democrat in your district? And guess what? Since 1938, the Republican two-point lead on the generic congressional ballot is the best position for Republicans at this point in any midterm cycle in over 80 years. It beats 2010 when Republicans were up a point. It beats 14, 2002, 1998, where Democrats led by a point. And in all of those four yeah. prior examples that make this list of the top five, look at that. Who won a majority? Yeah. Yeah. It was the Republicans who won a majority. Hmm. Now, of course, the election is not being held tomorrow, and we'll see. Sometimes history isn't always prologue. But, but my estimate for the 2023 House makeup, if the election... Obviously, I do not believe that he made that. I believe like the high higher-ups at CNN did. So I think they didn't really have much of a choice. Or hell today, which again, it isn't. We still have five months. Five months from tomorrow would be Republicans 236 seats to 241 seats. Democrats 194 to 199. That's based off of a formula of seat to seat race ratings from both the Cook Political Report and inside elections. That is a stomping or that would be a stomping. Yeah. Yes, it would. We'll, we'll see if it happens. A lot of the Democrats' problems, it, it seems can be linked back to the president, right, who is severely underwater. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, midterm penalty, it's about uh, where the president... Okay, like, uh, president's approval rating at this point since World War II. 1962 cycle, 71%. Okay. 1998 cycle, 63%. Okay. And 2002 cycle, 72%. Wow. I didn't know, if, I didn't know something like that. And Joe Biden's approval rating is 41 percent. Uh, I think I still think it's lower. I do not believe it's 41 percent. It is definitely in the 30s. I just cannot be convinced of that part. It's like it's gone. It, it's so low with all this nonsense that's been going on. It has not risen up like to that. It has to be lower. President is and essentially, OK, look at the president's approval rating at this point since World War II. In midterms in which his party gains or loses less than five House seats, which is essentially what Democrats need to maintain control. In 1962, the president's approval rating, JFK. 1962, is that what he said? I got to read that. I got to watch that again. In 1960. 1962. Oh, my God. Like, Yeah. Two, the president's approval rating, JFK's, was 71%. Bill Clinton in 1998, it was 63%. In the 2002 cycle... 72% for George W. Bush. Joe Biden's is just 41%. Why is his approval rating so low? Because because he's stupid. And because like all of his policies are awful and destroying this country. 
Well, I think this slide will give you the answer. This is the net approval rating on the economy at this point in a presidency. Okay, I got Joe Biden. I got to look at this. <clears throat> the net approval rating on economy at this point in presidency. Okay, let's take a look at this. George W. Bush in 2002, plus 25 points. Mm. I'm not a Bush fan, but I can, because it was around the time of 9-11, I can see why, but yeah. George H.W. Bush, um, Bush, his father, in 1990, plus nine points. Wow. Well, uh, I can't believe that because of how much he, because of how badly um, Clinton beat him in that election. Just That's a little surprising. Then Trump in 2018, plus six points. I will not comment on that any further for obvious reasons. I can't because I can't. Then Clinton, then Clinton, uh, then Clinton in 1994, plus two points. Like, yeah, Bill Clinton was not a popular president, like um, a lot of people try to try to say he is. He was not. Like, there were a lot of people that were against him. A lot of people. Then Obama in 2010, minus six points. Like, wow. Like, no, that, yeah, that's a little. That's not as surprising as you might think. Obamacare that passed, which was an atrocity, and raising us to four trillion dollar budgets, just yeah. Then Reagan in nineteen eighty two minus fifteen points. That is shocking. That, and I, I don't know how that. I don't know how that's even possible right there because of how great of a president Reagan was. Like Reagan was actually probably the last person, the last true person to to unite the country. Like not just Republicans, but Re and Democrats, but Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, Moderates. Like he united them all. I don't understand how it wasn't 1982 that that happened, but yes, it did. Now this one isn't surprising at all. Carter, Jimmy Carter, in 1978, minus 26 points. Like, oh, and Jimmy Carter was a garbage president, one of the worst presidents we have ever had. And it's not and like it, that's not up for debate, not even a little. He was awful, and like he's forgotten about throughout history. He's actually almost he's almost forgettable as um William Howard Taft is, but but William Howard Taft was actually a good president, unlike Jimmy Carter. Then Biden in twenty in in twenty twenty two, minus twenty six points. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's, I'm surprised it's not even lower because it should be, because like Car Biden is a worse president than Jimmy Carter was ever was. Jimmy Carter mishandled crisis after crisis. Biden creates crisis after crisis. Yeah. Oh yeah, and now I just thought of it. I think the reason why um, Reagan was so low at that point was because like um, he was coming off the inflation thing and trying to um, break the back of it, because he was still coming off Carter, who had the worst inflation. And probably at that time in at that time in history, so well probably well outside of the Great Depression, my mistake that was the worst. But um, uh, but outside of that, at that point in time, I should say, because like he was still trying to get through it, and like um Reagan was making things better. It just he didn't do it right right away. He wasn't able to do it right away. So that kind of makes a whole lot of sense. So yeah, minus twenty six points. That is the lowest tied for lowest for any president in the last forty plus years. Should be lower. So. That should be lower by a lot, actually. Speaking of the economy, just how big of a drag is this uh, economic situation shaping up to be for Democrats on the ballot this fall? 
I think it's the big drag. Why is it the big drag? Because most important issue in your vote for Congress, what tops the list? Not surprisingly, with those gas prices as high and the inflation as high as it is, the economy at 48%. Shocked that they're even talking about that. I am shocked. That beats gun violence at 17, abortion at 12, immigration, which Republicans had really wanted to run on, all the way down at 6%. And here, I think, is the big takeaway. Views on, your, on the economy are closer to, look at this, Republican Party. Yeah, Republican Party um, views to, re- to the economy are closer to Republicans, which are 51%, and Democrats are 31%. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Party 51%, Democratic Party 31%. Republicans lead on the issue that's most important. No wonder they have a st- historic advantage on the generic congressional ballot, Jake. Harry Anton, thank you so much. Fascinating Bye, stuff. I'm just shocked that CNN um, actually played that. Like, <laughs> like, that is just embarrassing. But I'm at least glad they did. So, yeah. Because I, I heard about this on Tim Pool's show, and he talked about it. And, like, I just needed to talk about it myself. Because, like I, like I said, there's going to be a time where, like, um, there's going to be a huge a b- bunch of people that, that – there's going to be a time, like, they're at this – where, like – People are going to be angry that that Republicans get a supermajority. Reason is because of how bad things are with going with the economy and with the country. Because people, because like all these um, SJWs and Karens, like people, they're going to be angry after this happens. So yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, look at this. White House offers pulpit, pulpit, I believe, to Matthew McConaughey for gun control. Okay, yeah. Oh my God! Uh, my God! Uh, extreme seems obvious. Domestic violence, violent extremist part of right vote. Uh, okay, I, I believe that's trying to say that they vote usually on the right. I that could be something like that. I I don't know if that's it or not, but that seems like what it's it. So yeah, I I I watch I I, I I've never li- really list watched um Breitbart before. Well read any of their articles but because i saw it on tim pool's show so i had to go talk about it myself to like get my own view on it but yeah so that's just how it is all right now i actually want to get into another thing um i can't show any videos for this obviously because of what i'm going to say what it is because like my the stream would be cut off not probably not just on every platform possibly even rumble too yeah and like this, and like my channel would possibly get banned from all platforms of all kind. Would never be able to allowed to post again because, like, for reasons. As you guys know, a lot of you may or may not have, at least a lot of you should have had, or at least heard about or seen. Hopefully, you just heard about it, not watched it, because it's disturbing. That there was a drag show going on. These people, like, um, like, I don't know whether they were males or females. I don't know. I, I can't tell. They were doing a drag show live in front of actual kids, kids, like 10, 11 year olds. At, at, I believe this was, it was in Texas. I believe I could be wrong, but I think it was in Texas. And, and there was video recordings of this. Like I said, I cannot show the recordings because this, my channel would get in trouble for it. It was disgusting. It's like some of the most weird and perverted thing you could ever imagine. Like, if you've seen some of these things that um that happen, like where these um 
where like some kids they they put dollar bills in um certain areas on these people who yeah i think you can read in between my lines the lines i can't say obviously what it is but i think you can probably tell it was disgusting like oh my god like you cannot imagine that whatsoever like it just sickens me even talking about this because i didn't want to talk about this but um it's like it started to become big i just had to start talking about it it's like it would it just would be wrong if i didn't talk about it at least a little you like i don't want to talk too much about it uh, I just want to talk just very little about it, but it was disgusting, right? How this, this is actually, when you look at it, you're not allowed to show like 10, 11 year olds. And even some, some of the kids that were, were there were actually younger than that. This kind of stuff, like it's illegal, but they're still doing it and they're getting away with it. They're not getting in any trouble for this. Why? Because I think their goal, their ultimate goal is to normalize this kind of stuff. Relations, if you will, with, um, some people that is just um what i'm going to take from that that it is incredibly disgusting stuff what it's incredibly disgusting of what this is so yeah like i i did not even want to talk about this i just wanted to talk just very little about this because I, I was i just want to talk very little about this then move on like right away because i i literally have no interest of any kind of talking about this but yeah but literally, like, they're trying to normalize this kind of stuff. That's one of their ultimate goals, I believe, because, like, um, it's part of these um, elites' rituals. Like, um, if you look at all these elite traffickers, um, SEX traffickers, like, and, and, like, look at, like, Mr. Epstein or, like, a few other people, <laughs> like, at pro who knows? Like, um, maybe, I don't, I, oh, I'm not going to mention that because I could, yeah, but reasons like, like all these occult rituals and stuff like that, like it's almost like this is like part of their ritual where they have to do stuff like this. All, all if not a lot, if not all of them do it. Like, like I'm not saying every one of them does it, but there's probably a lot that do. Yeah, I'm, I, I can't say those the exact words because this channel would get would get taken down permanently on every platform. But I think you, but you guys can clearly tell what I'm trying to refer to. Like. You, I don't understand. Like, if some, like, if some normal person, like, um, like took, like, um, that took their kid to a drag show like this, whatever you want to say, <laughs> I don't know how that person can go to sleep at night and still have, or still even have their kids. And it's like their kids should be taken away from them if they're actually doing that kind of stuff, as that is illegal. And those people that are actually dancing in front of these kids, like doing all these this stuff, I can't say. Oh my God! Like they should be arrested as well because this is illegal. Like these are are not adults. If you're an adult, you want to watch that, go ahead. But you're not an adult. You're a minor. You cannot go and watch this kind of stuff. It's sickening. Like, oh my God! I I I got I I wasn't gonna talk about this, but I just had to talk about it a little. Now I want to move on. I don't want to talk about that anymore. It's it's just sickening. I just. I want to get past this because, like, yeah, I just, yeah, I just want to get past it. Yeah. All right, now, we're going to talk about something that I probably can talk about just a, a little more than that. Just a little more, though. I'm going to, one second, I'm going to go find the article right here. Give me one moment, guys. Like, this is going to take me a second. So, yeah. Um, sports war. 
Mars. One moment. I'm still trying to go find the article. Um, where is it? I'm trying to find it. Uh, one sec, right here. Um, Brett Bart. Okay, I got to go back to them. Brett Bart. I go back to them. Um, um, Sarah Spain. Maybe this is where it comes from. Okay. Um, okay, this is it right here. I think that I think this is the article right here. I believe it is. So yeah. Give me one second. I'm gonna bring this right up. Okay. Uh, sorry about this, guys. I'm trying to find it. Excuse me. All right, I think you guys can probably see that now. But yeah, as you guys know, like um, like it because it's Pride Month. I don't know what you want to call it, but I guess it's something like that you can call. Like um, a lot of the and a lot of MLB and like all the other sports leagues, they um, they like where they celebrate it. Like too, that's what they do. They celebrate it. And like one of the things that a lot of the play, like um, the Tampa Bay Rays, I believe that's where they're, they're they are. That's the team. But like um, they were all asked to wear these pride badges or like um these these stamps or like what or like or these patches, I should say, whatever you want to say. That's rainbow to celebrate Pride Month, if you would call. I believe that's what it is. And a bunch of uh, not a lot of players wore them, wore them, but some refused to due to um their um religious beliefs. Now. In my view, they should be. I like. I probably. I probably. I wouldn't wear one of those because um, I do not celebrate that kind of stuff. You can, if you want to do it, go ahead. I'm just not going to. And like I and like their religious beliefs, in my opinion, actually is justified. They don't have to. They should not be forced to wear wear that if they don't want to. But I have no problem with what they did. But um, some apparently Sarah Spain, who is an ESPN reporter, I believe, um, took issue with that. And what she's and there was an art and what she said was ESP and this is the, the article right here. ESPN's um Sarah Spain slams bigoted, yeah, race players for refusing to wear gay pride patch calls faith based reason reasoning BS. I don't consider it, it's pop I don't consider that BS because guess what? People have a right to their religious beliefs. They do not have to um, um cater cater to the same ideology as you do. There's nothing that forces them to do that, right? But so yeah, I just want to like um talk about this right here. I'm gonna read the article. <clears throat> Monday on ESPN two broadcast, which um that's a channel on on cable, I believe, of Around the Horn radio radio host and network contributor Sarah Spain ripped the group of Tampa Bay Rays players that refused to wear rainbow colored logos on their uniforms as part of the team's annual pride night okay like i don't understand why you have a pride night i mean you can if you want but it's just weird to me it just is the players cited faith-based reasoning for not supporting the lgbtq whatever community like this it's confusing to me i don't know i don't know what, what the, where they are right now so yeah Spain, Spain, I believe that's the reporter, took issue with the reasoning, calling it BS and saying the players were trying to be bigoted. No, they weren't. Just because they don't, 
Just because they do not want to wear a patch does not mean they are bigoted, bigots. There is nothing to even suggest that. You cannot prove that they are bigots at all. Because guess what? There's nothing that says they are forced to wear these um these patches. There's nothing that says they have to. If they don't want to wear it, fine. There's nothing wrong with that. If they want to wear it, fine. Nothing wrong with that. But no one should be forced to do that. And by you calling them bigots just because they don't um, believe in your ideology just shows that how stupid you are. Literally, that's just what it is. <clears throat> Pride is about inclusion. So you don't love them. Uh, they do love them. They're still human beings. Because guess what? Same here. They are human beings to me. Like, I, I don't care whatever you want to do. Do whatever you want to do. I don't care. Guess what? You're still a human to me. That's just the way I take it. Guess what? And I will treat you as a human being, as all human beings should be treated. And you don't welcome them. Uh, they do welcome them. If you're not willing to wear the patch, Spain argued. No, they, they just because they don't wear the patches does not mean they don't welcome them. They do welcome them. They just don't want to wear the patch to just cater, cater to your ideology. No, no, you're trying to force and push your own ideology on the rest of us who do not um, want your ideology because we have our own ideology. You can have your whatever you want to believe, but just that's not our ideology. This is what tends to happen when frivolous class isn't affected by things. <laughs> she continued, this is not just about baseball. Uh, pretty much it is just about baseball. That religious exemption, BS, is used in sports and otherwise also allows for people to be denied health care, jobs, apartments, children, and prescriptions, and all sorts of rights. Like, okay, she just um, took this away from, from the, the, the baseball thing. She used this to, like, show up to spread the rest of her bull crap that she's trying to push. This has nothing to do with jobs, apartments, children, and prescriptions, or any other rights. Guess what? You still have rights. Guess what? You're still a human being. You're still entitled to those things. Like, very little to no people are, are actually affected by that. There is none. But you, there's no reason to even compare wearing a patch to um, like something getting like prescriptions or apartments or jobs. There's no, that is incredibly stupid. It makes no sense whatsoever. There are two completely different conversations that do not even link together. There's nothing that even suggests that they link together. So, yeah. And so we have to stop tiptoeing around it because we're, we're trying to protect people who are trying to be bigoted from asking for them to be exempt from it when the very people that they are bigoted against are suffering the consequences. How are they suffering the consequences by not wearing the patch? For real. How are these people, the LGBT whatever community, suffering from these baseball players not wanting to wear this pride patch? For real. There's nothing to even suggest it. You're just going in. You have no proof or evidence to back it up. What if they just didn't want to wear it for whatever reason? And, and like, and like, they just, there's just, just their religious beliefs. They don't have to wear it if they don't want to. Yeah. Host Tony Relay, I believe that's how his name is said, asked Spain about Spain about her trying to be bigoted. Remark. They're trying to use religious exemptions to affect the opportunities, services, available resources for people who are LGBT whatever community. How? Okay, this makes no sense whatsoever. They're trying to use religious exemptions to affect the opportunities. No, they're not. Or services, 
No, they're not. Available resources? No, they're not for people in this community. There's nothing. How? Just saying they're, they're using religious exemptions to not wear a patch does not affect them that way. It's what those people are still there and still alive and like do whatever they want. Why can't these people right over here do whatever they want then? Literally, that, I'm, I'm just asking that question. Why should these people right here have to obey these kinds of things for themselves when it's not even affecting them? So, yeah. And it, yeah. Spain explained, adding that the players were double talking, okay, by saying they loved and welcomed those under the LGBTQ community umbrella while also refusing to wear a supportive patch. There's nothing that's, they don't have to wear that patch if they don't want to. Like they said, like they said, they support them because guess what? They're human beings and they deserve to be treated like human beings like everyone else is. It doesn't mean they have to cater to the ideology. There's there's nothing. Just as long as they just as long as they treat them like human beings, no problem. Guess what? They don't have to cater to your ideology, though. Just saying. I'm just saying. All right, let's go. I'm gonna watch the video now. I want to see the full thing that was said. Right, right here. Give me a second. Right here. Let's let's go. Let's go. Let's listen to this. Tampa Bay Rays acknowledging Pride Month with a rainbow patch on their jersey. And then five players refusing to wear those patches on their jerseys. Tampa pitcher Jason Adams to the Tampa Bay Times. Hard decision because ultimately we all said we want. Okay, because this is what this, I'm going to read this out loud myself first. This is some um, the patch, I believe. Looks a little weird, but with just rainbow colors. I don't know what it's supposed to be, but yeah. I believe, is that the Rays logo? I don't know. It could be or could not be. I don't, I'll have to look into that later. So it's a hard decision because ultimately we all said that we want is, is them to know that we are all welcome and loved here. Yeah. But when we put it on our bodies, I think a lot of guys decided that it's just a lifestyle that maybe not that they look down on anybody or or look think differently. Like I said, do not do not push any, your ideology on us. You can do whatever you want. Just let us do whatever we want. That's how I said. It's just that maybe we don't want to encourage it if we believe in Jesus, who's encouraged us to live a lifestyle that would abstain from that behavior. Like uh, I guess like I said. I'm not religious, but my beliefs align with a lot with religious people. Like, um, I believe in God and the Bible. And like I said, like, if someone wants to live a certain lifestyle, that's on them. I'm happy for them. I, because you're a, a human being, and you have a right to live that way if you want to. I'm just not going to live that way if I want to. Not unlike, like what they said, like Jesus, who I believe in, and I truly believe in, like, and I believe in him a lot because I, I, that's just how I was raised. Not only that, that's how I, what I believe in too. Who's encouraged to live a, a lifestyle that's different from um, that's different from theirs. So guess what? They can, like I said, they can do what they want. I can do what I want. Just don't. I just want to live my way. You can live whatever way you want. I just want to live my in my own bubble right here. That's completely fine. I don't see how this is bad, wrong, or whatever you want to play. Or want to call it. That's just how it is. 
is them to know that they are welcome and loved here. But when we put it on our bodies, I think a lot of guys decided that it's just a lifestyle that maybe, not that they look down on or anything or differently, it's just that maybe we don't want to encourage if it, we believe in Jesus who's encouraged us to live a lifestyle that would abstain from that behavior. Sarah Spain, how does that all come off to you? I want to see this. Pride is about inclusion. So you don't love them and you don't welcome them if you're not willing to wear the patch. And calling uh, it a lifestyle. How? Clearly. How does it say they are not well? If they do not want to wear the patch, how does it say that they are not welcoming them? Please, please explain it. Please explain it. You can't. It reveals to me that you've done not even a modicum of research or understanding on this topic. It's what tends to happen when a privileged class isn't affected by things. <laughs> privileged class. Guess what? You're a straight, straight um, white person, um, um, Sarah. I'm just letting you know that right now. Or for all I know, you could, if you're a different race, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry if, if, I, if I get that wrong. But to me, you look like a straight white woman to me. That's just how I take it. This is not just about baseball. That religious exemption BS, which is used in sport and otherwise, also allows for people to be denied health care, jobs. Oh, <laughs> this is the stupid part. It has nothing to do with this. It has nothing to do with baseball and religious things. Literally, it has nothing to do with it. Apartments, children, prescriptions, all sorts of rights. You, you go into all this bullcrap that makes no sense. It has nothing to do with the argument or, or the quote or why they decided not to wear it. That just tells me um, your agenda. <laughs> so, yeah. And so we have to stop tiptoeing around it because we're trying to protect people who are trying to be bigoted from asking. Trying to be bigoted. They are not trying to be bigoted. That is just their religious beliefs. And guess what? They have a full right to believe that if they want to. For them to be exempt from it when the very people that they are bigoted against are suffering the consequences. When you say trying to be bigoted. And guess what? This is a, a sports show. This is not a po political show. This is a sports show. And this is, like, this is why ESPN is unwatchable these days. And like a lot of other sports channels are unwatchable too, because they cannot stop talking about political stuff like this. They just can't. Like literally, I I love watching sports, and it, but it's just not the same anymore. Like I I love to watch um um, um basketball, but I don't watch anymore because of how political it's gotten. Like literally, I just want to watch sports without politic politics. But now football, they still talk about politics in their stuff. But, like, I love football too much and the NFL too much. I can't stop watching that no matter what. Because I, I, I'm, that's just what I grew up watching. I just cannot stop watching it. So, yeah. But I, can't, I do not watch NBA anymore. And I, 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 once in a while, I turn baseball on because, yeah, I like, I like watching, I like watching baseball. Like, it's actually, unlike a lot of people, I, I'm not one of those people that, that do not watch baseball because, like, something, it's just gone down the hill. I just don't watch baseball just for the game. It's just something fun to watch. But you're making people lose interest by going into all this political stuff. And, like, you're just alienating part, half of your audience from it. It explains why a lot of your ratings have gone down. Like, um, ESPN's first take, I that was one of my – that was probably my favorite sports show to watch. Probably was until Max Kellerman got fired. And then – like even before he got fired, it was still political, and I stopped watching as much, but I still watched it a little. 
but that because and I and like I, I didn't like I'm not a big fan of Max or Stephen A. I'm not because they're both idiots. But Max is not as much of an idiot as Stephen A. is. And Stephen A. Smith got on Max fired from his first take because he didn't like him. So and like when Max left, it just became the Stephen A. Show pr- pretty much. It just went down the hill. And like you, you, you had Molly still there, which a lot of her takes are pathetic as well, and she's annoying as hell. Then you, and like and just Stephen A. with just a different guest on every day, pretty much. And it's and it's turned into something that's unwatchable now. You can't even watch it. Unlike when Max's first episode aired, Stephen A. was not even there. He just called in because the reason is is he got him fired from the job, and like he didn't want to look at him face to face when that happened. Because he knew it was his fault that he got him fired. So, yeah, that's just, yeah. Or with them undisputed with Skip and Shannon. Like, I used to watch that, too, until they got political with the Trump and election stuff. I'll just go with that part. Just say that. But you guys know what I'm trying to say in between the lines right there. So, yeah. And plus, they mentioned healthcare, jobs, um, apartments, families, kids, prescriptions, whatever you want to say, when that had nothing to do with the conversation about wearing a patch. Literally, you're just bringing in your own political agenda in for no reason, just to make your just trying to make your own little point there. Yeah. They're trying to use religious exemptions to affect the opportunities, services, uh, available resources. How? How? Affecting availability, opportunities, and resources? That makes no sense with the conversation right here. Like, um, even though these guys are probably woke, too, even even just listening to it, they're just confused themselves, too. Especially this guy right here. I don't know who he is, but he just looks looks, um, um, like confused himself because it has nothing to do with the question asked. For people who are LGBTQ+. And a patch on the jersey in, in this way? In the case of sport, no. In the case of sport, though, they're double talking if they're saying you're welcome while also saying that what we don't encourage or, or we disagree with it, especially when there are devout people of every single... Okay, now this guy looks incredibly stupid himself now. Like, like, even though it has nothing to do with the conversation, he's actually agreeing with her. But at least this guy, even though I'm pretty sure he's an idiot, a woke idiot himself, at least he's looking at it going like, What? I think he just has to go along with it, so he so nothing happens. These guys, they don't have any. Re- these two right here, they don't have any reaction to it. So, yeah. Religion that also welcome and are open to people who are born gay. Wait, 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 wait. I want to. I want to look at that. I want to read that. Hear that again. Tampa Bay Rays. I want to hear that again. We disagree with it, especially when there are devout people of every single religion that also welcome. And are open to people. We what? don't encourage or, or we disagree with it, especially when there are devout people of every single religion that also welcome and are open to people who are born gay. They're not opposed to people like that. They're not. Yes, they're just saying they don't want to live that lifestyle like them. They they welcome them to it. If they want to do it, they're still welcome. They're still welcome as human beings. They never said they were not. They just said they don't want to live that lifestyle. How is there anything wrong with that? I would love for someone to ex- please explain to me how there's anything wrong with that whatsoever. I, I would like to hear that. Like, there's a, there's nothing to even suggest it. But subscri- I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a subscribed to Bite, Breitbart. Uh, 
uh, I got to watch this because this is actually some pretty interesting stuff right here. Uh, and not just on Twitter, but also on Facebook. Uh, give me one second. Like, I'm, I like Breitbart. Like, this is already. These guys are really interesting and really cool people. They write great articles, and they're basically making fun of them as well, these people as well. And it's actually pretty hilarious watching how stupid they are. One second. Breitbart. Uh, I got to go. Uh, <laughs> all right. Right here. Okay. Now, as you see, like they just mopped the floor with them and just m m embarrassed them completely. Like, 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 like before, like before um, I go, I want to, because I heard about this from Sports Wars with Ryan Kennel from Geeks and Gamers and they, that channel Sports Wars. I want to watch their reaction to it again. Like, I want to see what you guys think, because their reaction to this thing was also awesome as well. One second. Sports Wars. Like. This is actually a really good uh, right. Oh, actually, got it right here. My mistake. And the virtue signaling that. Sorry, I didn't see that right there. We'll watch this. I watched this earlier today, but I want to watch it again just so you guys can see it. When five Tampa Bay Rays players refused to don the Pride Month gear out of religious reasons, we knew it wouldn't be long before the mainstream sports media went after them. They had to know that by refusing to bend the knee to the woke nonsense and the virtue signaling that comes with Pride Month and wear this rainbow-colored patch, they knew that they would come under attack and they did it anyway. That's actual bravery. But to no one's surprise... That, that truly is. It truly is. The fact that they even did that, yeah, it's exactly what the woke sports media has done with ESPN, Sarah Spain, even going so far as to just straight up call them bigots. That's what Sarah Spain did, because Sarah Spain is a worthless piece of garbage on ESPN. And yes, she is who has evolved into this radical progressive leftist. She used to be on Chicago sports radio back in the day. And I imagine if you listen to that Sarah Spain 10 or 15 years ago, you probably couldn't have imagined that she would. Yeah, you really could not have imagined if that had happened. Turned into the lunatic that she has now, but this is where she is. ESPN Sarah Spain slams bigoted raised players for refusing to wear gay pride patch, calls faith-based reasoning BS. We're going to listen. And it's not BS. It's not. To a little bit of this right here. Pride is about inclusion. So you don't love them and you don't welcome them if you're not willing to wear the patch. And calling it a lifestyle. <laughs> Didn't make it far where I had to stop. If you don't wear the patch, then you're a bigot. If you don't wear a patch, you don't accept them. So if you do not do anything that these progressive fucking lunatics tell you to do, yep. then you're a bigot. Pretty That's much. what Sarah Spain is claiming right now. That's her first, that's her opening sentence. Literally. It feels to me that you've done not even a modicum of research or understanding on this topic. It's what tends to happen when a privileged class isn't affected by things. This is not just about baseball. It's all about white yeah. men. It's all about traditional. It's about getting, they're going after straight white men. That's, that's just what this is at the end of the day. This is what these woke idiots are trying to do. Conservative Christian values, everything that Sarah Spain hates, everything that woke ESPN hates, that's what they're going after. They love it when someone kneels for the national anthem. They love it when someone goes against the grain, when they stand up for their values, as long as it only aligns with far left principles. That's yep. obvious. It's not about free speech. It's not about making a statement because these Tampa Bay Rays players, they have made a statement yes. that they're coming under attack from these idiots just just from doing that they're being attacked not just by these people but by other people in the sports media as well 
and probably by all the woke SJWs on on the on social media as well. That religious exemption BS, which is used in sport and otherwise, also allows for people to be denied health care, jobs, apartments, children, <laughs> it's too prescriptions. All sorts I'm of sorry. It's just too funny and too stupid, uh, that part, by mentioning that stuff that has nothing to even do with the, with the reason they didn't wear the patch. Nothing, or the, even baseball itself. Literally. Right. And so we have to stop tiptoeing around it because we're trying to protect Going so far above and beyond sports right now, like all this different stuff, housing, healthcare, oh, all these bigots out there not allowing people to get equal access to things. What are you fucking talking about? People who are trying to be bigoted from asking for them to be exempt from it when the very people that they are bigoted against are suffering the consequences. When you say straight up yeah. calling them bigots. Yep. That's what Sarah Spain just did on ESPN, and ESPN completely backs her, completely agrees with her. Yeah. This is 1,000% disgusting, but it's not a surprise because this... Okay, uh, that part, Um, I'm actually going to try to skip over this part because I don't think it's good to talk about that part, so yeah. Leaders, Sarah Spain has completely gone off the deep end because drag is fun. And I don't want my channel getting taken down because if that part, if I let that part be played for reasons. Joyful and prideful and harmless because giving a shit when people wear whatever the hell they want and have fun is just performative fear mongering bullshit. Like other promotions, it's colorful and exciting and entertaining. Talking about drag shows for children and pregame drag shows at baseball games. Um, that part, uh, that part, man, doing drag shows like for uh, in those ways, I'm not going to mention those ways, but. Yeah, how pathetic that um this woke mob has become like just shows like, ugh, like yeah, it's embarrassing, embarrassing. This is ESPN. This is why the ratings are suffering because they're catering to lunatics. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Smash. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Ryan and Jeremy from Geeks and Gamers. I watch their show a lot. And also, I watch Gary from Nerd Erotic. Even though he's not part of Geeks and Gamers, he still works with them a lot. Same thing with Eric July. He doesn't work with them, but he does a lot of collabs and, and goes on their shows a lot, too. Like I like these guys. Like These guys, they actually know their stuff. Like They do their own research, like a lot of research. Now, there, there are some things I do disagree with them on, but I, I overall agree with them on most things. And a lot of the things I severely agree with them on, like with Star Wars and like with sports and stuff like that, mo I mo almost almost entirely agree with them on that. Other there are some a few other things I disagree with them on, but but yeah, but that's mostly small stuff though. Like um, yeah, I like like I said, they can um, believe some of the stuff they want to. I have no problem with that because guess what? I believe in freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of expression, and yeah. I believe they have a, the full right to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, that was, like, like, like I, you should actually, like, even black and white sports talk about this. Like, he actually does a lot of collabs with them as well. Like, I, I don't know if he is a part of um, Geeks and Gamers. I don't think he is. But, uh, yeah, I, wa I watched some of his stuff beforehand. So, and, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I haven't watched this part yet, but I might go, um, Oh, I didn't check this part out right there. Ooh, um, Dave Rubin had um, the guy on behind um, 2,000 Mules and, and, and explains why he changed his mind about the something. 
Uh, okay, I didn't see that part actually. So probably after this stream's done in a couple minutes, I'm gonna have to go check that video out there. So yeah, that'll actually be something interesting. All right, guys, we're gonna wrap this um um stream up right here. Like yeah, just got a few more days left, and we'll be back up on YouTube. And like I said, these this video and the others I do in between this time until then will not be going back up there. And I just can't take that risk. And yeah, and from now on, I'm gonna have to watch every little thing I say in my videos. I did beforehand, but now I gotta severely do that. Severely. <clears throat> All right, guys. Um, make sure to like this video, subscribe to this channel, and turn on notifications. Also, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Uh, follow me on Minds, uh, uh, Gab, and and um, Cloud Hub too. Yeah, so make sure to do that. <clears throat> and follow me not just here on Rumble, but also follow me up on follow me on Bitchute and RSS podcast feed. All right, I'm Ray the host of the Ray Infinity Show podcast. Catch you guys later. Peace.